This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is, is the Go Birds Podcast. Podcast presented by the Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino app. Elliot Short Parks, James Seltzer with you. Elliot, live from Indianapolis. Buddy. Live from Indianapolis. How you out doing? Here doing? Well, out here yeah. doing my big J thing. Uh, yes. So the whole thing with the combine, and I even hate myself for saying this because people always do the whole the cool thing is you go out at night and there's blah blah blah. Well, I did the thing where I went out last night. I was out, <laughs> <laughs> I was out until 4 a.m., which oh is like my goodness. unbelievable. It's probably going to take me a full week to recover. The, so I will real say, quick, real quick, let me just comment on the 4 a.m. I was awake for work 40 minutes before you. I should have thought of this when I was walking home. It would have been unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. Um, the good news is, and this is a good lesson for everybody out there. I did not drink the whole time and I had light beer. The, you know, I think IPAs are like the devil's drink. So I'm off yes. those, but but it was good. So we'll get into that type of stuff. I have a lot of little, you know, ESP nuggets. We can get. Yes. Into. I like yeah. you got to do that. Little, ESP nuggets. little, little yes. buzz from the combine. With Love the, it. You know, what the people are saying. So, but obviously there's a much more important issue at hand. Yes. Uh, the fact that you are a warrior potting yes. after saying until 4 a.m. Yes. That yeah. is the more important issue. Now let's get to, uh, let's get to the tweet heard around the world as uh, my guy, Chauncey Gardner Johnson, just, Letting it all hang out, Elliot. Uh, so why don't you do the honors considering uh, CJGJ, the big takeaway from this, I think even bigger than what he wrote, clearly an ESP fan, retweeting yeah, I mean, ESP. He must you know? shadow follow me because he doesn't No big deal to me. you. Yeah. yeah. But, and also follow. got to tweet some some buzz up to 90,000 views on the video. Um, well, it's funny. So I wake up this morning, you know, after four hours of sleep. And I see texts from, I think it's like you and Jack, like sending me the tweet. And at first I'm like, did they Photoshop this? Like, why would Chauncey Gardner Johnson quote tweet my tweet? So he quote tweets the tweet of Gannon who spoke yesterday, Arizona Cardinals head coach, Jonathan Gannon. Mm -hmm. And he's, I asked him, uh, like, enemy, I like to call him enemy of Philadelphia, Jonathan Gannon, but let's go with Arizona Cardinals yeah, coach. The guy yeah. that helped them get to the Super Bowl, correct? Yeah. But, the guy that lost them the Super Bowl. Yes, yeah. got it. Got well, it, got so it. Did, okay, you know, whatever. We're not going to make We're, we're not doing that again. Yeah. But anyway, so 
I asked Gannon yesterday, like about, uh, it was a lot of questions about the Super Bowl, and he did not seem in a mood to discuss it. Like, oh, you want to say he yeah. answered your question, probably because, like, you know, you had his back. So he's like, back, oh, yeah. I'll gally it up. McLean asked a question. He's like, nope, sorry, pal, shutting yeah. it down. Nothing well, else to say. Move on. I will say, thanks, John. I do J-G, feel a little bad. It's like his introduction, you know, like it's like his. Uh, like introduction to the NFL world as a head coach. And he has to sit there and talk about the game, but it is what it is. When you don't talk after the game, this is what it is. So it's, I asked him a, about a the part Bowl. of the job. Yeah, it's part of the job. I asked him about the Super Bowl, and he says, I'm paraphrasing, but what you would expect, I had to do a better job. We weren't good enough, like blah, 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 whatever. Right. So Chauncey Gardner Johnson quote tweets this morning. Have to wonder if he was up late considering he tweeted it and then said he went back to sleep, but he, uh, he tweeted essentially, "You didn't put us in position to make plays," and then deleted it. So, I mean, which, I don't think you're which, be which we all know with CJGJ, this guy is on Twitter a lot. He tweets a lot. He knew, oh, 100%. he yeah. knew it was a tweet and delete. He knew that people were going to take screenshots. He yeah. very, like this was very purposeful. So, I mean, look, I think we all know what my opinion is going to be on this, uh-huh. but like, this is what I don't get. So, the the tweet itself, and then the topic, the tweet itself. Obviously, you shouldn't tweet it. I appreciate people are honest. I I am of the like the ilk. Is that the phrase of when I hate when athletes say something? Thank you. I hate when athletes say something honest, and then we're like, "How could you say that?" And then when they say nothing, we're like, "Well, they didn't say any." You know, like I appreciate him saying how he feels. I do, but the world is the world that we live in, and he knew it was going to be like this. He's a free agent. I I just like what what does he gain? from ripping Jonathan Gannon. Like, what does he gain from that? Like, at the end of the day, it, you know, if Gannon didn't put him in positions to make plays in the Super Bowl, then the, does Gannon, like, deserve credit for all the interceptions? Like, it can't be both ways. It can't be when the defense is bad, the, the coach was bad, but when the defense was good, it was just the players. Like, I think it's a mixture of both. And also, like, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson's right. Gannon wasn't good in the Super Bowl. I've, I've been Gannon's one of Gannon's biggest defenders, Right. I don't think I've said once on this pod that the defense was good in the Super Bowl. They were bad in the second half. They absolutely were. So at the end of the day, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson's right. He was like the defense was not good in the Super Bowl. And but I just don't get what he benefits. I don't get how he benefits from ripping Gannon like this. Like what's well good. I, I agree with you. I think it was it was really dumb of him to do it, especially again, as you mentioned, as a free agent. You know, like I don't know how it possibly yeah. could help his value. Well, but I but, really funny, I did see a funny tweet. Uh, Ike Reese tweeted at me something like, "Why would you do this when there's 32 teams that you could sign with?" Don't think he's going to Arizona. If I know, yeah, Arizona out of the race for the yeah. Uh, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, I think that it only adds credence to it, though, right? Like Chauncey Gardner Johnson knows he has nothing to gain from doing this, and yet he still felt compelled to do it. He is that annoyed, or or doesn't like Gannon, or whatever you want to call it, whatever you want to say. To put that out there when it it could actually, and I don't think it'll ultimately hurt his bottom line, but theoretically, it could hurt. It definitely could. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson makes in the NFL. Like, so he feels really strongly about it. That is my takeaway from this. And I think it, it just shows, like, I think how could you not take this and saying that, Look, players on the team didn't love playing for Gannon that much, or at least a certain portion. We heard Fletcher Cox talk about it when Gannon was here and, you know, talk, throw some things out there and all that type of stuff. 
But I don't know how you could look at this as any other way than at least certain players on the team were not fans of playing for Jonathan Gannon. Like, I, I think it's, and, and again, the fact that he had this much to lose from doing it monetarily, I think the fact that he did it really says something about how that locker room felt about Gannon personally. Yeah, uh, I, I would agree with that. I think like you, uh, you talk about the Fletcher Cox stuff last year, talking about Gannon, you talk about this, like, Yes, I would agree that this is probably a hint or a look into somehow the players feel about Gannon. Now, I do think sometimes, and I think this was the case with Carson Wentz and with like Chip Kelly. You can, not you, but we will do a thing where we do like, well, the locker room doesn't like him. The reality is there's probably plenty of players in the locker room that like Carson shades Wentz. of gray. Yeah, sure. like, so Chauncey did this and I would guess that, you know, they're not friends because, you know, me and you are friends. I would never rip you, but I definitely wouldn't do it on Twitter. Like, no, so if you were going to rip me, you'd call me up and be like, bro, what the yeah, hell? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm not confrontational, so I'd probably just. No, you're not. You're yeah. not. I'm, way, I'm way more confrontational. Than yeah. I, but, I, would, I would call you and be like, Elliot, what the hell? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't get a tweet being like, uh, Elliot didn't put me in a position to have a good pod. No, yeah, no, that yeah. would not happen, buddy. But um, yeah, I, I think it's an indication that Chauncey Gardner-Johnson is not a Gannon fan. But I also think this goes back to like why I said that I wouldn't hire him as a head coach. Like I've never got the feeling that the players like loved Gannon. I, I think that, he, I mean, you know, he helped a lot of them have a career year. Like Chauncey Gardner-Johnson is going to get paid a lot of money because of the year he had. And, you know, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson's a great player. Hassan Reddick is a great player. The guys that had great years are great players. But ultimately, Gann like, we, we can't pick and choose when Gannon gets credit and when he doesn't. Like, Gannon helped these guys have career years in his defense. Doesn't mean Gannon was a good coordinator. It doesn't mean Gannon was, like, a great coordinator. It doesn't mean that he wasn't his fault they lost the Super Bowl. But the reality is, if you're Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, you just, in Gannon's defense, had a career year that's going to make you a lot of money. Like, he traded for you. He played you at the position. Well, he didn't play. trade for him. I mean, whatever, how he fine. did. His yeah. team, like whatever. They, the Eagles traded for you. The Eagles played you in the position you wanted to play. They're going to, you're going to make a lot of money. I just, again. I mean, I, but I, it seems like Chauncey thinks he could have done better with a different coordinator. Like, what does that say? But what does defense, that say? The defense was, was good. Was actually, I'll take that back. The defense it was, was super great. talented. Uh, it was yeah, as and talented was super good. defense as we've had good. here since they the were 90s. bad in the Super Bowl. Everyone thought they were going to be bad in the Super Bowl. I don't think any people realistically deep down thought they were going to shut down Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. And so it's like, you know, you didn't put us in a position to make plays. Like, yeah, man, he got out coached by Andy Reid. We know this. We know this. This is not breaking news to anybody. We watched the game. He was outcoached by Andy Reid. My only argument has ever been there's not a ton of shame in that. Like, it's disappointing. I, I agree. He was outcoached and outplayed by every good quarterback he ever faced in an well, Eagles We're Super talking Bowl. about the Super Bowl. But, but, but again, we're not. Like, this is not just the Super Bowl. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson does not put that tweet out there if it's just about the Super Bowl. It's about Jonathan Cannon. It's about how he yeah. feels about Jonathan Cannon. Like, if, if he loved JG and had a great year with him and then just messed up in the Super Bowl, he doesn't do that. He doesn't put that out there. He put it out there because he doesn't think Jonathan Gannon's as good as his job as everyone else does, or at least the NFL does. Like, right. that, that, he was making a point, saying this guy's not that good. This guy is not good. He said, you did not do your job, is what he yeah. said 
publicly to the freaking world. Like you can't like shirk that off. Like this I'm is not shirking it off. I agree. He's saying Gannon did a bad job. My only counter I'm saying is we all saw he did a bad job in that game. So, but I think like, he did a bad job. I just, I think Gannon and I've said this the whole time is not that good a defensive coordinator. He had the best, most talented defense we've had here in 30 years or whatever, since like the Reggie days, practically just in terms of pure talent on the defensive side of the football. And he, and they got a lot of sacks that the, the upfront guys were awesome and right. got to the quarterback and stuff. And Gannon, like Gannon, I don't think Gannon's the worst defensive coordinator ever, but I don't think he makes teams better. I think if you give him a lot of talent, he'll do a fine job. He'll do a good job. But if you don't have talent, he's going to stink. And I just, I just think he's not that good a coach that that's where and I'm at. with John Honestly, Gannon. Like, I think he's a fraud as a, like, a, okay. again, in terms of like, like the whole Sirianni thing, like connecting with players. Like, I think he's got no chance to be Nick Sirianni with that type of stuff. Pew, 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 pew. And again, the players who he was coaching already talking out on him after the defense had a career season. He's still getting guys. He's, and he's gone. Like, I, I just, this is such a statement and a, 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 a showing to me that it, it, I feel validated with my thoughts on Gannon. Cause I well, think the Gannon, I think the locker room thought Gannon was overrated. What's so funny is parts like, of the locker. It's so funny how we've debated Gannon on this pod for, I mean, two years now, pretty much like a year and a half, whatever. And how you just described Gannon. Like I agree with most of that. My point was <laughs> never, my point was never that Gannon is some like phenomenal defensive mind. My point was basically like, he, while he was a coordinator this year, they had a great defense and they struggled against great quarterbacks because defenses struggle against great quarterbacks. Like we'll talk about Sean Desai, I'm sure coming up. Yep. I got news for you. Like Sean Desai is probably going to run pretty much the same defense Gannon does. Like it is what it is, right? But so, will he adjust? Will he be able to adapt? Will he change what he's well, doing Gannon against better quarterbacks? Adjust. He's going to, I'll bet. Like, Gannon, dude, they they went through a stretch of the of the year where they had like the second, like the best second half defense in the NFL. Now again, you're going to say they didn't play anybody. I get it, and but they like, didn't. They had great players, and they played no quarterbacks. And they had a great yep. defense. They had great players, and they had a great defense so, until like, they I, played a great quarterback. And never, a great you don't have to make this a Gannon debate. But like to back to the tweet, right? I do agree with you that this is probably a hint into how players feel about Gannon. Like no question about it. Like I, like he tweets that out. It's not a thought he had when he woke up right away. It's probably something the players have talked about over the last few weeks. It's probably something they talked about leading up to the game. Like I, I agree with you on all that, right? So it is a bad look for him to tweet it. But you are right that I also think this is an indication of how the players, or at least you know, a subsection of the players, whatever, felt about Gannon. And it's why I wouldn't have hired him as a head coach. It's why I don't think he'll be successful in Arizona. Like All that being said, I do think he was – overly criticized here like i think there's true there's there's good and bad of gannon just like every coach i just i i agree that the tweet is a bad look for him but also a good look into probably how the locker room feels about him. all right let's get to this eye and then i want to get into buzz from the combine you know you always say the combine isn't about the draft it's about free agency and i want to hear what you're hearing right. out there and, well, and I have stuff one like more that question about chauncey would, yeah would sure this, would you would this impact you wanting him back on the team like honestly no. not not the whole like sign him like no 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 it wouldn't i, I get it okay. but look i just think i mean look the, this is the way football is you're always gonna have guys on teams who are gonna be a little bit loose i mean we already have guys right aj brown makes mistakes on twitter darius slay makes right. mistakes on twitter like Trent's a good football player. I love his energy on the field. I love what he brings from that perspective. So, no, I, I, this isn't – I get it. I could see how a team would be like, do we want that type of, of thing? But it's it's 
it's not like he's saying like horrible things. He's just going at his old defensive coordinator. Right? It's competitive. Like I, I don't, I don't hate it. I do think as much as I think the culture with this team was really good. It is interesting how they lost the Dallas game. Darius Slay is calling out Josiah Scott. They lose the Super Bowl. AJ Brown's calling out the yeah. punter. You know, yeah. Chauncey Gardner Johnson's tweeting about the coordinator. Like this team, when they've lost this year, was not now. They were way better than the Niners were, like all those things, right? Like the majority of the locker room stood up and was like very professional about it. And, you know, Slay has been very professional too. But it is, you know, after two, they're two like real losses this year. And then also the Saints one, I guess. I don't remember anything after that. But there were like some moments this season where the, the locker room wasn't exactly not pointing fingers. Well, it's going to be interesting. Look, because I, you know, as – I think they're going to be good next year. We're obviously get to that down the road once all these moves are made. And I think Jalen's going to take a leap. I already told you. I bet on him to win MVP right. on the Parks app. Everyone check that out. Um, but I, um, I mean, I don't think they're going to be fourteen and three next year. I think they'll be no. more downs than there were this year. So it'll be interesting. It's something to monitor, you know, because we have given Sirianni a lot of credit for the culture and the locker room and all that. So, so. They're winning. Winning breeds good culture, too. So it's an yeah. interesting one. All right. I want to get to decide quickly. Um, I have my thoughts on him. I want to start with your thoughts as the preeminent defensive coordinator <laughs> speaker yes, on, the, you know, you. Yes, this is who knows. You, you, you might not know it, but you could be saying Sean Desai's name more than anyone else for the next three years of your life. The you year know? from now, we'll be, this, this will be right. You'll be going. Yeah. He always gets beat by, by by great quarterbacks, and I'll go. Well, that's what defenses do. So we're essentially just switching the name out in the thing. No, All I right. mean here, thoughts here, on this side. Yeah. So my thought on it is this: I think it was a difficult job to hire for because they're a team. To your point, they're not going to go fourteen and three next year. We don't think, but they are supposed to win the Super Bowl. Like that's the expectation for next year, or at least be very very good. So you're trying to hire somebody that has experience in the way that they have to win right away. Like there's no learning on the job. But also, I think when you hire any position outside of expectations, you want somebody like I'm not big on retreads, right? Like I want someone that's young, that has like new ideas, like those type of things. So I think that Sean Desai is probably the best mixture of those two. I don't think he's not. I wouldn't have hired Mike Zimmer, but he's not Mike Zimmer in the way that he's like a seasoned vet that's going to come in here right away. Right. But he's also not somebody that's like you know, a linebackers coach, like a Nick Rallis at the Cardinals hired. Like Nick Rallis is super young, has never done the job. He's like a decade younger. Too, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Whereas John Desai has done the job. He did it in Chicago. He uh, did essentially it in Seattle. I know he wasn't the coordinator, but he was an assistant head coach on the defensive side of the ball. So he was very involved in that defense. So I look, I haven't watched a lot of bears and Seahawks games to like break down the defense yet. So I'm not going to sit here and say, I'm like, uh, like know what his scheme is. But a couple things. One, if you look at the Seattle and Chicago defenses, like they were, they were interesting because they gave up a lot of points, but they, there were things you could look at. Like the secondary was good. Like there were aspects of the defense that I think was good. And they didn't have a ton of talent. Like now this Eagles defense might not have a ton of talent. Well, that was something I was going to say when you were talking about like how attractive a job it is to add in the fact that it's going from this unbelievably talented defense looking at, you know, you're going to take losses and you're going right. to have to develop young guys and all that stuff. Yeah. Well, they might, and we'll get into this with free agency. They might be, they might be playing young guys. Right. But, well, but I anyway. mean, yeah, like play, play and develop. That's what I meant. Yeah, like exactly. guys, we're going right. to have, you're going to have to play some young guys. Yeah. So um, my guess is in terms of his scheme, just listening to, to Nick talk yesterday, I do not think that he's going to come in here 
and be the scheme that people want. Like, I don't think he's going to come in. And, and I don't well, think Nick made it very clear. Nick said part of the reason they hired him was right. because he does a lot of the things we're doing already. And, and I'll, <laughs> say, I'll say this though. Like I didn't like that answer from Nick. And I also didn't like it on the offensive side of the ball where you're just like on the offensive side of the ball. If I remember correctly, he said something he's like, like, this is great. We're good. Well, he's also like, we're going to do things exactly the yeah, same way. I was like, what? All right, bro. Like you better, they better have a counter punch ready. And I think they do. But if they think they're just going to roll out next year and do the same stuff and get the same results. So just to give him, just to give him a little pay, he might be talking about from an operational perspective, like the way we coach things, yeah. the way we teach technique, the way like you could be talking about that kind of stuff and not necessarily part, right? like sure. an obvious look, Jalen's going to be the quarterback. So the scheme is going to be somewhat similar. You're not going to completely yeah. change, but, but I, I I'm with you. Like, I hope he means that not literally literally yeah and you know, you know obviously like sure i don't think doesn't. He's, i'm sure he i don't doesn't. think he's standing up at the podium and being like hey guys we're all gonna run the same plays next like so get I ready know, for it nfl same I, offense coming at you right but that is one of my concerns to tie in brian johnson who i think is a great hire but like i don't know it would be nice to have some outside eyes on the offense from somebody like if you look at doug in 2017 if i'm not mistaken did he hire a single offensive coach outside the building until Scangarello, and that was like a disaster. Like, I, like it was grow. It was uh, press tape. Like, so they brought I, in Marty as like a, a right assistant type guy. But right. yeah, you're right. And even he has like history with Doug. But so to to keep on Sean Desai, I think he's going to come in here. I think he's going to do a lot of the same things. I think there will certainly be some differences. But at the end of the day. I think that the defense is probably going to be very similar. I think the defense is going to probably be really good against bad quarterbacks because they're going to have, at the end of the day, still a decent amount of talent. They're going to have Hassan Reddick. They're going to, right? But I think that at the also, they're probably, he's probably going to struggle against great quarterbacks. So I think it's a good hire in the way that he's young. He seems to be well liked if you, you know, read things about him in Chicago and Seattle. I'm excited to talk to him and get like a vibe perspective uh, of him. Because again, like I never loved Gannon's vibe. So maybe Sean Desai is better in that way. But ultimately, when I think about the hire, I think it's the best possible hire they probably could have made considering the tough circumstances they were in with it. I really like the hire. I yeah. like it quite a bit after doing research on Desai and reading about him. Um, he has a lot of the traits that when we when we came around on Nick, you know, after we got through the first press conference and really kind of learned about him and all that, we're like, oh, this guy's a teacher. You know, this guy, this guy is someone who, who uses education as a way to teach right. football, as a way to make players understand. I mean, decides the same thing. I mean, this guy has a doctorate in education. This guy went, oh, to, Colum yeah. he went to Columbia to get his master's degree. He got a doctorate at Temple. He was an adjunct professor at Temple while he was also coaching football. Like, this guy's really smart. Really, really smart. He's got multiple advanced degrees. You know, he cares about education. And then he worked his way up on a football field. He was an adjunct professor and like helping on Al Golden's staff at Temple. And from there Temple worked made. his way. Temple May, baby, you're damn right. Yeah. <laughs> and he worked his way up and he worked his way up the ranks. And and it seems like he's clearly very bright. He's uh, someone who, who um, cares about education, cares about teaching players, all that type of stuff. So look, I don't know what he's like personality wise and all that. And I do think that matters. You know, I'm big on that type of stuff. And it's part of the reason that I think Sirianni is such a great coach. So yeah. I don't know enough about Desai, but in terms of, of everything I've read, and look, I, I'm with you, like he is a Fangio guy, but it seems like he his scheme is is a little different from Gannon. It's a lot of the same tenants and stuff, but he is a little bit more aggressive with press coverage, with things like that. A lot of the things that, that drove us crazy on a game-to-game -game basis with Gannon when we were complaining about Gannon. 
and look, it's ultimately going to come down to how much of an, how much, how good he is at adjustments, how good he is at, at changing his game plan when he's facing Patrick Mahomes and not just doing what he, you know, that type right. of stuff when he's so, so we don't know enough about it, but in terms of like what we can know and what we can read, I'm really impressed with him. I think he's an impressive hire <laughs> and, uh, you know, uh, and not to mention the first Indian American coordinator in the history of the sport, yeah. which is awesome. Like, I, I don't know. I, I, again, I don't think we know enough about him as a person and, and his, the way you interlate. Cause again, you know, Gannon, I'm with you. Like part of the reason I didn't like Gannon from the jump was he just came off as a fraud to me. He came off as inauthentic. Like the whole thing we loved about Nick, where we're like, this guy's going to be Nick Sirianni in any situation, anywhere. And he doesn't care. He doesn't yeah. care if people call him a boob or call him a goof. I, or think I agree whatever. with yeah. and, and I never got that from Gannon. I never got that from Gannon. And not that I was around him a ton. Not, I don't know him well or anything. But just, it always felt like he was uptight. It always felt like he was kind of like, you know, it it wasn't natural I mean, dude, and I, I've been saying this about, I am with you on this. I've always yeah. said this after his press conferences. So, so and that we'll matters see. to me. So an interesting dynamic to this um, is it seemed like the players wanted Denard Wilson. If I'm not mistaken, I know Slay tweeted about it. Didn't Chauncey tweet about it too? I I, I, like, I didn't see it. I'm not sure, but all right, maybe not. But I do know there was vocal support for him want to get the job. Nick talked about Denard Wilson yesterday. He made it sound like he might not even be back. Right? That was so, my takeaway too. Yeah. So for what it's worth, like, you know, the players really wanted Denard Wilson. Chauncey's already been clear. He'll, he's willing to be vocal about stuff he doesn't like. Like, I just do wonder. I think Sean Desai is going to have to come in and win over this locker room. Like any head coach. I'm sorry. Any coordinator does. Like, of course. But I'll just be curious to see the dynamics with Denard Wilson. If he does leave. If he does stay. Um, if I'm not mistaken, Nick even used the word, like, dynamic up there. So I wonder yeah. how the, you know, how Denard will feel about not getting the job, but no, look, I think everything you said, uh, I'm more in on the hire than I was before you said, like, I already liked the hire, but I, I didn't know the thing about his education, uh, in his, I, I agree. That's something you, I really like about Nick. So I, again, I think it was the best hire they could have made. Like if you would have laid Given them all the out, circumstances, I totally agree. Especially because they had to get a late start. Wilson. Other teams were able to interview. Other teams were able to hire before the Eagles were even able to. They, they didn't even know Gannon was leaving until after the Super Bowl. Well, and it's you also know? a lateral move. Like you don't really see t guys make lateral moves, right? So yeah. they got somebody from from that respect. Also, Pete Carroll seemed a little salty that uh, that they took. Uh, I thought that was really interesting. And yeah. and uh, Drew and Westchester, you know, our buddy Drew Bellis, who I saw in the chat before, made this point on the show that that Carroll's had a lot of success with developing coordinators, defensive yeah. guys, and stuff like that. So that yeah. is something. Like, well, Pete, Pete Carroll, whatever you want to say about him, one of the great defensive minds of this generation or of the last you know generation, and learning from him is not a bad thing. Yeah, well, good point in the chat. Speaking of the chat. Uh, Drew brings up that Nick won players over after a bunch of them wanted Deuce. So yeah, that's another good point. A similar situation, but and ultimately, look on a basic level, I don't want them hiring the coach because the players want it. I'm yeah, sorry, I agree like, with that. I appreciate it's important that the players are into the coach, but ultimately, that that can't be the reason you hire your defensive coordinator. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Right. It's like why Gannon's still a good coordinator, even if the players didn't like him, right? At the end of the day, that's not like... There you go, buddy. There you um, go. I, I do think, like... And we'll get it. We can maybe talk about Brian Johnson. I don't know how much there is to say about him, but uh, I do think what I like about Sean Desai as well, as opposed to promoting Denard Wilson, is the fresh eyes coming in, right? Like yep. he might want to run similar schemes. And I think, look, Nick's the head coach, so I think Sean Desai will be the head coach of the defense. But ultimately, Nick decides like the the core of their defense in terms of, like what they value, what they don't want to give up, those things. So I think there will be similarities, but it is a good thing to have a fresh set of eyes come in. Like at the end of the day, like I've been pretty vocal about the fact that I think being really good next year is going to be hard if it's the same exact guys, like all those things. So I do think a fresh set of eyes, a fresh kind of like breath of fresh air will be good uh, for the defense. All right. Uh, let's get to Brian Johnson and the combine buzz in one second. Download the Bet Parks Sportsbook Casino. Come on. I mean, come on, guys. 
I mean, seriously, this we've had so much fun with this app. Obviously, if you've been in the chat, you've heard us talk about it all. Playoff run. You can bet on anything and everything. Basketball betting is back. Thank it goodness. Is. Finally getting into it. I'm finally starting to get a roll. Now, yeah. you know, I, I might have bet on, on the Sixers on, on Saturday night, wow. and I might have lost and then Embiid shot went in, and I was I was pretty sad about it, let me tell you, Dude, both well, from, as a Sixers you. fan and as a gambler. It wasn't great. On that game, I also had the Sixers winning. Didn't win that one. But also, I had Embiid and Harden points, and if had it gone to overtime, like, you had, had, uh, I would have hit. Yeah. Oh, so, my God. so it was, dude, I was watching that shot live. Like I was, I was, so was uh, I, so it was, was I. Unbelievable. unbelievable. Like the, the fact that went in, it would look like a, well, like because a you don't, when, when he threw, yeah. And when he threw it, we didn't like in the moment, you don't see how you clearly don't, like, track it, the ball too. Like, and you don't track the, the, the shot clock thing as quickly. Like I thought he got it off. I'm like, Oh my God, we're going to overtime. It's amazing. And then it's like, yeah. then I didn't make it. It's like, ah, oh, well, I thought it was so funny how he didn't even act like he, like he was like, yeah, I, he, knew. Was, he, he knew, he knew, he knew, yeah. he knew, he um, knew. But Sean that's the point. The I think about when you have money on these things, if you had, yeah. had money the other way, you'd been ecstatic. That's what's so fun about gambling on sports. So Sean brings up a good point. He lives in Maryland. He says he can't use a parks app, which is unfortunate. But you know what, Sean? You can still download the app because you might yeah. be in PA at one point. Yeah, that's right. And and I appreciate that in his mind, he's an active parks Exactly, user. yes. Shout out to Sean. Uh, and shout out to everyone who's downloaded the app and had fun with us. And again, it's not just basketball. Obviously, you can bet on baseball right around the corner uh yeah. futures elliot and i uh probably uh in a couple weeks we'll do our classic yes, baseball over yes. cannot wait i'm already researching getting it ready it really yeah. is i keep it every year i have the sheet of paper i'll tell you i did last year um all right i'm excited to hear that i don't remember but i'll go through and i'll, I'll do that <laughs> right. um but but you can only have fun with us with this stuff and the parks picks pod coming tomorrow talking about uh all this stuff like you can only do that if you, if you have a little fun with us on the app so download the app in the app store google play store or at betparks.com use our promo code GoBirds. that's g-o-b-i-r-d-s uh first bet up to 750 dollars in site credit if you don't win it is an amazing deal do it with us. Have some fun with the Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino app. You must be 21 and present in Pennsylvania or New Jersey gambling problem. Call 1 800 Gambler. All right, before we get to the buzz from the combine, quick thoughts on Brian Johnson. We kind of knew this was coming and talked about it, so we don't need to dive deep, but just yeah. quick thoughts on the on the Johnson hire. Well, I, I also think we should point out you brought up how Sean Desai is the first, uh, you know, coordinator. What, what yeah, you, right? India, he's the first Indian American coordinator Indian in the history of the NFL. But also now the Eagles have three coordinators who are all minorities. I think yep. this is the first time in a really long time, which isn't great, but the first time in a long time that they've hired minority candidates for both offense and defensive coordinators. Oh, yeah. So, They're the only team in the NFL, I believe, with it. Yeah. So Brian Johnson as a coach and as, as a coordinator, I think I think there's a really good chance like in a year or two, he's a head coach somewhere else. I think he has those qualities. Like you talk about what Gannon doesn't have quality wise. I think Brian Johnson has that in spades, like being around him, uh, watching videos of him giving speeches, like the job. Again, we often credit Jalen rightfully so because Jalen does a lot That's of a work. Great point, Elliot. We never right, give like, Brian Johnson any Brian credit. Johnson we give Siriani credit. Yeah. Right. And point. I mean, the, the improvement that Jalen has made has arguably been one of the best improvements we've ever seen an NFL player make from being a guy that people didn't even think could play quarterback. I think it's now, the biggest. 
I think yeah, it's the biggest. I, right. I'm, I'm serious. I think it's the biggest leap I've ever seen a player take in my life. Watching That's what I'm saying. Play. Right. So, so ultimately, again, Jalen gets the credit because he does the work. But Brian Johnson has been with him every step of the way, right? Like the dude's known him since he was a kid. So, if you want to talk about just somebody that we know can make the best out of players, Brian Johnson has that 100%. We know he's a great coach. He's tight with Jalen. He's called plays before, not in the NFL, but he's called plays before. He's going to call, call play with the Eagles. My only hesitation would just be it's a not fresh set of eyes. But ultimately, again, there's no perfect coach. And this guy is about as perfect of a coach as you could have hired. And I will say this, that had he not been a coordinator here, he would have been a coordinator yep. elsewhere. So yep. he was going to get a job. It's not like the Eagles just promoted him to promote him. If they don't promote him, he's gone. He's probably with the Jets or something like that, right? So ultimately, I think it was a great hire. I do think on offense, while they're going to have to have a counterpunch and they're going to have to change their offense in some ways, and I'm sure there'll be some new wrinkles with him as coordinator. Bottom line, his offense was awesome last year, and they're returning a ton, all like basically all their starters, right? We'll get into other than like maybe there. Isaac Samalo. Yeah. yeah, and look, we'll talk and Kelsey, about we'll see what got. But but ultimately, they're going to have the same receiver, same quarterback, a lot of so. I think that while you're going to have to have wrinkles, the, the, the team's going to be as good as the offense is. And with Brian Johnson, I think there can be a lot of confidence that the offense can be just as good, if not better than they were last year. Yeah. Look again, you know, it's one of those things where, as you, as you pointed out, you know, you're around the team. So you have a, a better feel, but we're not. And the quarterback's coach doesn't really talk much, you know, so you don't really they get a feel talk. for him. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So you don't get a feel for him. You don't get a feel for whatever, but all we can do is, is look at the, a, the resume, and B, what people say about him and how wanted he is across yeah. the NFL, like you pointed out. Even when he was hired, you know, forgetting the Jalen connection, everyone was like, wow, he's a home run hire. Like, this guy's a superstar. He's going to be a star. Yeah. You heard so much of that stuff. Um, so it seemed like a total no-brainer. A total no-brainer for yeah. him. And again, the connection to Jalen, you know, I'm sure that matters. I'm sure it matters. I'm sure, to your point, it helped him take the leap. He's known Jalen since he was two years old, too. Well, and also... So Last year, one thing we talked a lot about with Jalen, and you brought it up a ton, was just the continuity in the coaching staff and how that was going to help him. Like, you're losing Steichen, obviously. He's gone. But having Brian Johnson will at least help with that continuity of keeping Jalen with the same coaches, the same system around him. Uh, for now, you know, the second year in a row or it's like third off season or whatever. So I think that that's a, a benefit as well. All right, let's get to the combine, the buzz. What have you heard? Elliot Shore Parks, you've been out there. As you said before, hanging out till four in the morning, gallivanting, big Jaying, doing the whole thing. The big J scene out in the combine. Just what you, what, what you think of when you think of ESP. You think of Talk big to J. me, buddy. So, Talk to me. So, all right. Here, here's what I'll do. I'll tell you kind of like everything I heard, and then you can help me piece it together. Because it. with this type of stuff, there's definitely like conflicting, I think, sometimes information. Right? So, I think Javon Hargrave is going to get paid is one wow. thing I'm getting out here. Like, he's a Pass rushing defensive tackle. The sense I get from again being out and like is that teams are in on him. I think he's going to get absolutely paid. So I think he's someone that could be out of the Eagles' price range potentially. I do think there is a, a better chance than we might realize that James Bradbury is going to be back. Wow. I think the money, we'll see what he ends up getting, but I don't know if he's going to get like 17 million a year. Like I could be wrong about this, but I get the sense that. There's mutual teams view him as like a two more than a one. Is that kind well, I of just the think, thing? I, I you've think been saying that. I think that both, I think the Eagles would like him back and I think he would like to be back. So I, I think that there is something to be done there potentially. Now, again, like this is the, oh, this is where I'm having trouble piecing it all together. I also think the Eagles are, are like, are going to have trouble bringing these guys back because of the money of it. 
Now they can structure it in ways that can happen, but I think they're preparing as if these guys are gone. Like, I, I think that dude, we talked about it. Like, I think they're going to have to find new starters. I think they're going to have to play young players, but ultimately if you look at the big free agents, right? Hargrave, Chauncey Gardner, Johnson, uh, James Bradbury, uh, Isaac Sayamalu, you know, we'll see what his money is. And then miles TJ, like Epps, those guys aren't going to get huge money, but, but at the end of the day of those, like, four main guys that are going to get a lot of money. I think one of them is going to be back. I just don't know. I can't figure out from piecing it all, all together, which one it's going to be. So wait, like, who's the fourth? The three obvious so big money guys are Hargrave, Bradbury, and, and CJ, GJ. You think Sam all gets paid? I think he's going to get paid. Yeah. Well, then it's just a matter. I mean, they're not going to pay Sam. There's not, you don't think so? No, not when you have Jurgens. You just play. I mean, it depends on if Kelsey's coming back. That you're right. I don't, we don't well, know about I think Kelsey. Kelsey's coming I, back. So do I, and that's yeah. kind of where I'm at. So if yeah. Kelsey's coming out, I think they play Jurgens at guard. Like that's a yeah. clear cheap option. You're not going to draft the guy in the second round last year and not have him play for two years to start his career. My guess is Jurgens is a starting guard next year. Maybe, but I think if Kelsey's back, I think he'll want to say, "Look, I'm sure he likes Cam Jurgens, but ultimately there is nobody." Well, that if he wants it, I mean, but if they're going to give Sam Allo a huge contract well, what, at guard, what, when do they? Well, I, like we'll see what huge like. But at the end of the day, they, they paid a guard once. Money. Brandon Brooks got paid. I don't think they've ever really paid well, a guard that was a bunch recent, of money. Though. I mean, that it was was it was. But like, I don't know. They I value mean, the offensive side of the ball. They value the offensive line. They do. Cam Jurgens can play guard. He might just be the center. Like, so I think that there's a chance that of those four guys, one's going to be back. I, I'm. I'll tell you this: they're not franchising in my like. They are not franchising Chauncey Gardner Johnson. So I think it's going to just come down to if they can pay him. Um, and I just don't get the sense that he's the priority on this. Like, I think of those four guys, I think they would like to have Hargrave back the most. I just, he might be, he might just end up getting too much money, but I think of those four guys, one will be back. I just, I can't, what I haven't pieced together yet is which one it's going to be. So I look, I think it's, I think it's the three. I, I think those three defensive players will get significantly more money than small. Small will probably get paid. I, I, you know, he's been a solid offensive lineman for a while. The I just solid for what it's worth. Like, I would be floored. Yeah. They have Driscoll who can play guard. Like they got dudes who can play guard. <laughs> I would be absolutely floored if they give Samalo like Brandon Brooks money or something, even in that hemisphere. Like I would, I would be shocked, like absolutely stone cold shocked, especially at the expense of signing one of those defensive guys. Like I'm the floored. The other thing I would, I will put out into the ecosystem that people should think about. I think that Devonte next year is up for a contract. And that is something that is like, I think they're probably going to pay Devonte. And As so they should good. And so paying Devonte next year though, does impact what you can do this year. Right. Because especially if one of the things how we want them to structure these deals is, you know, let's say they let's say they sign Hargrave and Bradbury. Right. And they make their caps really small this year, but they make them bigger next year like that impacts Devante. And I know the money can always be moved. But just one thing to consider when we're talking about, you know, pay all these guys is if you pay all like it's going to be tough to pay AJ and Devante. And I think they'll do it because it's a smart thing to do. But having a ton of money invested. I mean, think about this. They'll have AJ, one of the highest paid receivers in the league. Goddard, one of the highest paid tight ends. Hurts, one of the highest paid quarterbacks. And Devontae is not going to sign a deal where he's like the 18th highest paid receiver. He might not be top five, but he's not going to be outside the top 10. So I think there's a lot of money on that offense, and there's going to be a lot more money invested in it too. So I think they have their eye on the future smartly when it comes to Devontae, which is why I think they are prepared to let defensive guys leave. 
I just think they have one big move in them. One big move, whether it's Bradbury, Hargrave, I guess maybe Chauncey, but I, I just he would be number three for me. So you think they're going to really strike like, cause we've talked about how he's ability to maneuver and this and that you think they're just not going to keep a lot of guys. You think it's really, yeah. I I don't not think they're going to keep a lot of guys. I, I feel very confident about that. So then what do they do? I mean, are they going to sign guys from other teams? Are they going to have have to fill those holes on defense? And I know they got draft picks, but like, are we talking about like 10 and 30 both have to start this year? Like, I mean, maybe 10 does, but like, I mean, well, 30 should start too. Whoever you take in the first round should be. I mean, I know 30 well, is not necessarily. I mean, they should, they should play, but it doesn't. I mean, rotation wise, if they take a defensive lineman, they probably wouldn't be a starter. No, there, but, you know what I mean? Well, I don't know. I think if they take a defensive tackle at 30, that player could well, defense, that, It could be, but again, yeah. it's all it's all about position and all that. Well, but so like, I, let's look at the holes, right? So, oh, like, and what's interesting is Derek Gunn, I guess, said something on his pod about how maybe they could trade Slay. I would be surprised by that but if they do that that opens a ton of money but so slay on one side the corner on the other side i think it's either bradbury or i think it's maybe so i think they they will sign a veteran but if you look at 10 like that is a good cornerback spot i'm just worried about drafting a guy and starting him day one uh in like again they have to do it you have to evaluate it correctly like but it it is it is tough to do safeties i think epps probably be back because he's not going to get a ton of money although i do think he's an arizona possibility uh gannon really likes him he knows the defense like so i think epps is a possibility there so maybe the cardinals overpay for him but and then if you look at linebacker i mean nicobe is going to have to step in and and take a good jump, he's right? gonna be awesome so, so i think what next year will i'm be calling on, it now nicobe's gonna be awesome i think what next year is going to be is the offense is going to have to be great. And the defense, because of a lot of turnover, is probably going to take some time. Because I just, they're again, think about all the guys that are just free agents among the starters, right? Uh, Bradbury, CJGJ, uh, Epps, both linebackers. Um, Brandon Graham, not a starter, but, but basically a starter. Fletcher Cox, like Javon Hargrave. Like, you're talking about seven of the 11 guys, or 12, however you want to name it, that play significant snaps that are free to leave. And I think they're going to lose like five of them. So well, then you got to fill holes. It can't just be rookie. They're gonna have to sign other guys. Like they're not. I agree. To... Well, the defense is not going to be as talented as it was last. Like they're just not. And, well, and, think and that let... they got Gannon out of here, and they got a real coordinator in here to actually yeah. make players better. Well, good know, thing they put, got out. To quote CJGJ, put players in position to make plays. You know, yeah. it'd be nice. well, they made a lot of plays this year. So, but yeah. um, like, but to your point, Nicobe is gonna ha- like it could be more talented if Nicobe steps up and is great. If Jordan Davis takes some big step forwards, if Milton Williams is like in more snaps better. It's just going to be a lot more unknown. I, I just get the sense they are ready for like a turnover on defense in terms of talent, not because they want it, but just because of how things are playing out. And I really, I really, Oh, you're muted. I lost you. Somehow you muted yourself, Elliot. Elliot, you muted yourself. You're muted. You have to No, on here. You are muted. There you go, buddy. We couldn't hear you. I still can't hear you though. Uh oh. I can't hear you. Uh, there we go. Oh, and you just went on and off. I heard you for a half sec. Hit it. There you go. Now? Yes. The thrills of live podcasting. We're back. Yeah. So um, I think there's going to be a lot of turnover on defense. I think they're going to use draft picks on defense. Like B. John Robinson, we'll, I'm sure we'll do like time talking about him. Someone brought this up in the chat, and I do think it's worth bringing up. Did you see the Jalen Carter news? 
Uh, so I did. I actually saw it in the chat. I was going to bring it up. I did. So he, I I know about that accident. He was involved in that, or they're so, saying he was. So, yes, so break it down. What happened? The police report, or there was a statement put out by the I believe it was the Athens police, and I don't know all the details on this. But I, if you, if you remember, a member of the team and like a staff member of the team passed away in a car. Passed accident. away in a car accident. Right. Yep. So I think what has come out is that Jalen Carter and this guy, the player, were racing. And as a result oh, of God. racing, this happened. Oh, so my God. I guess like Jalen Carter, um, I think they were saying that cars would go over, over 100 miles an hour. I believe the player had a high alcohol level. Um, I don't believe Jalen Carter was probably given a, a test. Well, yeah, he wasn't. Yeah, they didn't know. It. Yeah. Right. Exactly. But um, so, yeah, I mean, I believe there's a warrant out for his arrest. And wow, you know, I think they're well, both. They're both misdemeanors. They're both misdemeanors. And, you know, to someone brought this up in the chat. Now, this is a real thing that happened, but you are going to see prior to the draft, people are going to try to get Jalen Carter to drop, right? So this is going to be up to the Eagles. It's going to be up to their head of security, Dom, like who's great at his job. They're going to have to look into it. They're going to have to be sure about the guy, but the player is unbelievable. And if if he might might be the best player in the draft, right? If, If he falls to like, I mean, he could go one. But let's let's say yeah, it's right. Yeah, could, I mean he's the again probably the most. I mean yeah, him or, or you know whichever quarterback you like the most, Stroud or whatever. You and know? also we say this a lot about Jordan Davis, how he was the most athletic guy on that team. There's an argument Jalen Carter has been the best player on that defense the last two years, right? Even when Nakobe and Jordan Davis were there, and uh, I can't remember the guy that got Trayvon Jack, Walker. Trayvon Walker, yeah. So like at the end of the day, we'll see if he falls close enough where the Eagles could move up. But this is a situation where if it's now the tough thing is if it's a real deal that does let make him fall, then the Eagles also have to decide, right? You know, do you want to take him? So yeah, yeah. But it, it, it's a it's a dynamic, fascinating. Sure. Yeah, the Eagles really are gonna have to do their homework. I think the Eagles have mostly done a good job on these things. Like so, I think if they if they do their homework and they're confident with it, yeah, and he falls and other teams aren't, like absolutely, you know, like but but they'll have to decide on that. But but to that point. I think the defense on, on the defensive side of the ball is very much going to be dictated by new players. Like a lot of new starters, a lot of young guys. To your point, I mean, Steven Nelson is not who they'll sign, but those type of veterans are probably mm-hmm. going to be signed that aren't going to cost a lot of money. They've done, I think, a somewhat poor job. You know, if you think about like Steven Nelson, Anthony Harris, like they've not done a great job identifying vet, veteran safety members that can come in and play right away. So that's going to be a challenge for them. But yeah, I I think on defense you're looking at a big turnover. All right, last thing that I have before, uh, if you have anything else that you heard and stuff. But but what have you heard on the Hertz contract? And what did you make of Howie Roseman's quote yesterday that was very interesting? Basically saying Jalen knows that you need a good team around him. He's a smart guy. It's going to be yeah. a great contract, but he understands. Like is. Is it a real, I mean, he's got an agent who's trying to make money. He's got other quarterbacks. He's got to set markets for like, there's all these factors, but the, the person Jalen, obviously when he was asked about at the end of the season, you know, what do you, what about your contract? He's like, I just want to win. I'm going to talk about it. Like, is there a chance Jalen actually takes a, a, a team friendly deal with his first ever contract? Is that, well, a, is that something that we should, we should legitimately be hopeful for? Yeah. A hundred percent. I think I it think is so going to be a team friendly deal, but, but also like, I think sometimes we think of team friendly deals as less money. I think the way it'll be it's the, the way, way the contract is yeah. situated, the way right? Gives how work with them. The way Jalen will work with them to make a team friendly is how it's structured, right? Yeah. Like 
you know, players can say something, you know, I want big base salaries every year because that's how I want my money. And that's a sticking point. Maybe Jalen saying, no, I'll take a big check up front. I'll, you know, we can renegotiate this a bunch of times. Like I think what Howie was saying, and it's what I said last time when we talked about this on the pod, I think between Jalen Howie and his agent, you're right. There's outside pressure here, the union, like all these things. But I think between those three, they will work to get this done in a way where Jalen gets a ton of money. And Howie said that, like Howie's not hiding from it. He Howie said it's tre- going to get a tremendous contract. Is what he said. Right. So I think he's going to get a ton of money and I think they're going to structure this in a way. It's again, we could already do the pod. Like, like I did on the last one. Oh, what a great yep. deal. It's really team friendly. Wow. His cap hits only this in year one. Can't believe how he did that, man. He's really like, that's what it's going to be. So I was actually talking to someone about this yesterday. Why? Like where it's an interesting topic and it's, obviously a massive deal for the franchise, but in some way there's just no drama. Like with Carson, there was drama because he was hurt and all this stuff. With Jalen, he's healthy. He's young. He's great. You got to pay him. Like, look, there's a discussion to be had about paying a quarterback in general, but that's not exclusive to Jalen. Right. So ultimately they're going to pay him and it's going to be a ton of money. So yeah, I think it's like uh pretty straightforward. All right. Uh, did you hear anything about how quickly it could get done? I mean, we're assuming, I would assume it's done before free agency. I would think you... it's definitely done before free agency. My guess is, yeah, like w- within the next week. Um, I don't think they're, I, I don't get the sense that they're trying to like rush to get it done before Burroughs and all these people. Like, I think they'll just do. They're going to do what they're going to do and not yeah, worry I about I don't get it. that sense, but I do think it'll be done quickly because crazy, as crazy as it is, free agency is in two weeks. That's what um, I mean. Yeah, it's going to yeah. be soon. I mean, March March 13th is the legal tampering day. I mean, but that's like, thir- 13 days from the legal yeah. tampering day. And I think, I think they'll want to sign in before then, but I also think they they'll know have, what's, yeah, yeah, it's allocated. Like, like they're not. Like, they're not going to go in and be like, oh, I guess we could just yeah, sign guys. Like yeah. week, they're going to be like, oh my God, his cap is 25 yeah. million. Like they're no, aware of, of what it's going to look like. Yeah, yeah, I agree. All right. Um, you got anything else? Anything else you heard out there? Any other yeah, nuggets before we get out of here? Um, check Elliot out on the radio at 11. We talked about, we talked about Kelsey. I think Kelsey, Kelsey's out here in Indy for what it's Yeah. Right. Well, I assumed because how he said he was going on with them. That, yeah. Although know, what's interesting is he could have definitely done that. Like, I mean, again, we're doing a pod. Of course <laughs> they could have. Yeah. 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 yeah but it's, so I think it's a little interesting. He's out here. Um, I mean, and I Kelsey, think the fact that how he's doing his pod, like just the fact that he's even just, doing yeah, it well, is a like, pretty good time that he's going to do a whole hour and not talk about and it. And then the end be like, guess what? Not coming yeah. back. Thanks, Howie, for everything. Well, Good I luck. I think him coming out. I don't know. I just, I, 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 I would be, I'm at the point, and again, I'm I would I know be surprised if you retired. I would, I would be shocked. Like, I would really yeah. get, I've gotten, the, I've got myself to the point, maybe it's wrong, that I would be shocked. So, I agree. Um, but a part of that is he's going to get paid. So, another part of this, yeah, whole month, well, yeah, yeah, you're is right. They Look. just have, that's it. My main takeaway from being out here is they have a lot of money on the offense, which means there's not going to be as much in the defense, which means guys are going to leave and they're going to maybe sign one, maybe two. If like Bradbury's market doesn't come out the way, you know, like people expect, but ultimately I think they have one big move in them on defense and the rest. And this is going to be on Howie and the coaching and the scouting staff is finding guys that are cheap that can play. And then yeah. it's going to be on Sean Desai to make those players better. But on defense, it's going to be a tough struggle. And look, I mean, you, I love this. You don't have to tell me it's going to be on the offense. Offense wins. It's going to be on Jalen. Like you remember when Carson signed his deal, things changed. Carson yep. got released by the way, but um, yeah, yeah. I feel bad. I mean, there's nothing else to say on Carson. I mean, I see people in the chat being like thoughts on Carson. You know, our thoughts. I mean, like, I, like I, so I feel bad for I him. don't, I don't feel bad for him at all. The guy made over a hundred million dollars playing football okay, well, and yeah. like zero, I have zero sympathy for Carson Wentz. 
Like, would you take and, him? And for he's, free and he's responsible for a lot of it. Like the injuries hurt his career and it sucks, but that's football. He luckily got paid even with the injuries and made a lot of money. There are a lot of players who get injured, never get paid. Like, I don't know. Like he never did any, like he's, you know, kind of a, a you know, that's fair, that's I don't fair. think, I don't think he's like a bad human, but he wasn't a good Eagle. He didn't right. do any, like he didn't work on his game. He didn't take accountability for anything. He ultimately forced his way out of town. The moment things went bad, like, yeah, I have no sympathy for Carson. Would like, you take for you get on out? No, 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 no. All right, I not just for the Eagles. No team in the NFL would I sign Carson Wentz to be a backup quarterback. Not one. I can't think of someone to be worse. Like, he's, you think he's going to be there mentoring the the young quarterback? Or, yeah, or you'd have to my feel guy out? that he is. Yeah, like, like no, I I I would not. Like, I actually would. I would like no joke when I say this. I'd rather have like an Ian Book as my backup quarterback than Carson. Yeah, I think there's a lot of logic in that. I think he probably will get. He he should go. Now I agree. He should retire. Like he should definitely retire. But I do think that if he signs somewhere, he's not going to sign with like Atlanta or Chicago. Would be my guess. My guess is he's going to go somewhere behind like Mahomes or whoever, where wow. it's like you are not the starter, but he'll go there for a year. This way, if he goes in, he's in a good situation. So. Yeah, we'll see. Eagles right. need a quarterback too, by the way. They do. Well, like the it, it, up, yeah, yeah, it will not. Yeah. All right. Uh, final thoughts, because you have a radio hit. Are right, you on with Joe and Hugh coming up? I am on with Joe and Hugh. Everyone, w. when you're done with this, switch to the Odyssey app. Switch to WIP. I'll be on it. I can get a little extra Elliot. Yeah. Well, and also it'll be in the feed, so you can hear it. Oh, uh, right look at that! Even well. better. Even better. All right. Um, uh, final thoughts. Feel like I have any. I mean, look, I was up till 4 a.m. Oh, yeah, okay. Like, dude, I'm so done with IPAs. Like, I'm officially a late welcome aboard. I am a late beer drinker. Welcome. I'm in. I tell I dude, I I just I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't and I haven't. Yeah, I'm like guaranteed to feel bad. Yeah, I 100 percent agree. I'm too old for IPAs. It's done. Too it old. is what it is. It's I my go first to bed. Time. I go to bed at seven o'clock at night. Are right? you want to talk about old? All right. Oh, I fell asleep funny. at like six fifty-five. You called night, me right? yesterday and it was like six fifteen. And yep. you were like, I'm about to go to bed, but real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Well, first of all, I'm jealous. But yeah. um the other thing is so, dude, actually, I don't have anything else. Okay. You sure? I have some airplane thoughts, but they're not that interesting. We'll save them for tomorrow. We got final yeah. thoughts tomorrow too. Um, uh, quick final thought and then a, a Zoe quote um, or a question she asked. Um, uh, I was thinking of watching, uh, I can't remember what movie I was watching. Oh, I was watching um, Den of Thieves. Perfectly yeah. nice action movie. Entertaining. Um, it'd be so cool to be a stunt driver. Like to do, I just all I want to do is that Very move risky, where though. you pull, where you pull the, where you, but if you're great at it and it's movies, you're fine. You pull hey, the, I mean, people, people when do you're going like it. 150 and you pull the emergency brake and turn at the at the same time and do the skid around the corner turn and then accelerate. Yeah. I just want to do that once in my life. And when I do that once in my life, I think I'd be awesome at it. I think it'd be the coolest thing you've ever done. I'd well, probably flip the car a few times trying to learn it. I was gonna say, I got so it. I'd be great. I'm sure you can do anything you put your mind to, but as someone that's driven with you, I don't know about if going 150 miles an hour and making sudden turns is going to be your your strong suit. I think uh, I think Emily would probably agree with me on this one. Well, but Emily doesn't like when I do it, but I've, I got some I got some moves. I, I I'm just yeah, you're you're uh you you do drive fast, I guess. So I, uh, uh, I yeah. All right, uh, and then an important question: If anyone knows the answer, uh, let Zoe know. Because yeah. uh, Zoe asked me this the other night, and it was a great question, and I just had to bring it to the pod. And so, Elliot, um, from Zoe, okay. do, do mermaids know Spanish? 
I mean, I would guess the planet <laughs> one, though. <laughs> he just know? looks at me out of nowhere and is like, do mermaids know Spanish? Sure. Well, but you could have countered, do mermaids know English? Great point by you, Elliot. See, it's this, you know, that, that you're right. This is like through our own prism. I mean, we look at real. everything. At, yeah, it's Here's what point. you should have said to Zoe. Do they know sign language? Oh, buddy. <laughs> you know? That's yeah. it. We're done. All right. Uh, check us out tomorrow. Parks Picks Pod will be together again. Thank God. Keep yes. leaving me. Going away. <laughs> um, Dude, and, trust uh, me. I'm very ready to get home. I'll bet you are. All right. You got to be on the radio. Everyone in the chat. All my heart. I love you guys with all. Yeah, 34 people heart. watching. Like Phenomenal. very a good yeah. showing from the real Sean ones. Sean and Jeremy and Dank and Mo and I saw our buddy yeah. Stokes in here and Tommy Drew. I mentioned before, like Gary. just Tommy. Yeah. Awesome, awesome stuff. Jeremy, we all you. yeah, lots of good super, people. Super awesome. We had a blast uh, interacting and all that stuff. And we'll do it again tomorrow, uh, round ten ish tomorrow. So so tune in for that. Two parks picks pod. Until then, he's on Jim. Boom. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.